So three weeks ago, you prayed for me, and I had a broken vertebrae, and I got the MRI results after that, and my vertebrae is healed. Woohoo! Here, turn around. Three weeks ago, broken vertebrae healed, and MRI confirmed it. Yeah. What else do you want to say? No, it's hallelujah. That's awesome. Hallelujah! the word of God, and you will release the signs and wonders, and you will release the signs and wonders, healing to the nations, called and appointed by God. Praise God. Father, we give you the praise. All the glory. We're just going to praise. I think we're good. We're going to move on. But let's just thank him for a moment here, okay? Let's just thank him for a moment right now because he's the healer. <laughs> Can we just praise him, thank him in your own way? Just thank him right now. For your glory, God, we give you praise. For your presence in our lives, we give you praise. For Jesus, Son of God, we give you praise for our salvation. We give you praise for calling us out of darkness into your glorious light. We give you praise, transforming our lives, giving us eternal life and a relationship with you here on earth. We give you praise. We glorify your name, Jesus. May our lives glorify you. May our lives just be this fragrant offering being poured back out unto you, God. For all that you do for us, God, we cannot stop praising you. We cannot stop giving you thanks. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Wow, God is so good, you guys. Oh, hallelujah. Yes, Jesus, yeah. Wow. Isaiah 62, 2 says, You shall be called by a new name, which the mouth of the Lord will name. And tonight... What God has done for so many of you, and I speak prophetically, and I'm going to declare it over every one of you, that what the Lord has done is he's called you by a new name. He's called you by a new name, by the mouth of the Lord, the mouth of the Lord, and he's naming you. He is giving you that name, that name from heaven. He's calling you his. How many of you in this room would say, I receive all you have for me, God. Lord, I thank you for giving me, for calling me. His voice is calling you, and he's calling you by a new name. His word says in verse 3, you shall also be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. This is who you are in the hand of your God. Amen. Thank you, Abba. Praise you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We trust in you, Lord God. Omnipotent, inerrant word of God. We trust in your word, Lord God. We trust in your spirit, Lord God. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. His flame in you ignites a fire in other people. The flame of God in us, it ignites a fire in other people. Amen. How many of you would say that's true, but give me more, Jesus. I want more, Jesus. Let that flame burn more, brighter, stronger, deeper, Lord God. Let that flame burn for you and let everyone I come in contact with, let them receive the fire of God, the infilling of his Holy Spirit, because that's what we're here to do. Amen. That is exactly what we are here for. So, thank you, Abba. You have been called by God. You've been conformed in the image of his son. According to Romans 8.29. According to Romans 8.29, his word says that you've been called by God. Say, I've been called by God. Conformed into the image of his son. I'm called. I am conformed into the image of his son. He has predestined me. He has predestined you. And he has called you. If he's predestined you and if he has called you and he's called you to justify you, therefore he justifies you so that he could glorify you and Christ in you. When you become glorified, it's because Christ in you is glorified. And this is what God is doing in this day in your life. Let me tell you, we're going to see this. We're going to, we're going to say this together. It's Romans 8, 30. Let's turn to Romans, Romans 8, 30. And say this with me, okay? I've been predestined, it's up there on the screen, but I've been predestined, called, justified, and glorified in Christ. Let's say it again. I've been predestined, called, justified, and glorified in Christ. See what it says here? He predestined, and these he also called. See, he predestined you. He called you. Whom he called, he also justified. Whom he justified, he also glorified, so that Christ in you could shine forth brightly. Right? Amen. I am no longer my own. I belong to Christ. How many would say yes? Amen. Thank you, Abba. So turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15. Ephesians chapter 5, 15 and 16. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as the wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. The days are evil. He says, see, see to it. See to it that you are walking circumspectly. Okay, we are called to walk circumspectly. That means perfectly that means that we're, we're walking, we're walking in the light of Christ. We're walking diligently. It is our job to see to it then that we walk circumspectly, that we're actually looking at every situation and say, Father, am I giving you glory in this situation? Lord God, am I walking in a way that pleases you? Because I sure want to show me, Lord God, show me. And you know, the goodness of the Lord, the kindness of the Lord, he, his heart for you. He answers that prayer each and every time. And so it says here, we've been called, we've been called to walk diligently, perfectly, circumspectly, not as the world dictates, right? But we're wise as serpents. Say this with me. I'm wise as a serpent. I'm innocent as a dove and I'm as bold as a lion. We're going to say it together. I am wise as a serpent. I'm innocent as a dove and bold as a lion. The Bible says in Proverbs 28, one, it says the wicked flee 
yet no one pursues. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. And that's why, uh, where, where was the woman? Oh, Camille, that boldness. Uh, God has given you a voice. Boldness. Shut down no longer, right? Shut down no longer. But you know, that word that I had for Camille wasn't just for Camille. Some of you would say, that fits me. That fits you. That fits you. The Lord is telling me right now, I don't know your name, but it fits you. You're shaking your head. Yep, yep. That fits you right now. God has given you, see, there's a sweetness. There's a tenderness upon you. There's a, there's a gentleness, but there's also a lioness within you. There is a lioness within you. And, and, and what's happening is, is that God's holy boldness that's on your life is going to increase. The boldness of the Lord is going to come forth out of your mouth. There's an increase of godly confidence and your voice will be heard. Amen. 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 So Proverbs 28.1, the wicked flee yet no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. Walk circumspectly. Mind, so in other words, we must be mindful. See, I want to be mindful. I want to be mindful of myself. I want to be mindful of my surroundings. We want to be mindful. If we're going to walk circumspectly, we want to be mindful of our actions, right? We want to be mindful of our actions. We want to be mindful of the words that come out of our, our lives. We want our life to reflect Christ. This is, what I, this is what I wrote here. If you're mindful of Jesus, your mind will always be full of his ways, and then your walk is going to reflect that. When we're mindful of Jesus, right, our mind will be full of his ways. My mind is full of Jesus. I keep my mind set on his word. My mind is full of Jesus. Then therefore, I will have a mind full of his ways. My life is going to reflect him. His glory, his power, his goodness. So I like to call it centered on Christ. Amen. Centered on Christ. If I'm centered on Christ, I will never fail. When we're centered on Christ, we don't fail. Let me tell you, you may say, no, but I do fall, I do fail. But you know what? You're going to get right back up seven times. The Bible says that a righteous man may fall seven times, seven times, get back up. Get back, get back up because God is never going to let you stay down. Amen. When you're centered on Christ, when you say, Lord, I just want to serve you. I want to be that fire that burns bright for you. I want to be that flame that just never goes out for you. I want to, be, I want to walk as, your, as a holy vessel, the spirit of the living God in me, just flowing out of me. So Lord, burn within me. Let the fire never go out. Let that fire never go out. Well, how does the fire not go out? The fire doesn't go out as we just stay focused, centered on Jesus Christ. Don't let the world pull you away. Don't let circumstances pull you away from his glorious realm. You're called. God has called you. He's called you. Yes, he has. You all know it. Amen. You all know it. But knowing is one thing. Yep, you know it too. Knowing is one thing, but walking in it, walking it out, right? is another thing. So I decree over you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, I'm decreeing over every single one of you that there is such a godly increase tonight, that there's such a godly anointing, that you really literally step up, that you feel it in your spirit, man, that you feel in your spirit, man, such a glorious increase, uh, the fire of God's presence in your life. Glory, glory, increase, increase. You're totally becoming transformed even before my eyes. Before my eyes, be yeah, I'm talking to your sister. Before my eyes. I mean, from the way you walked in to the way you are now, I'm talking so different, so changed. And you know what it is? It's Jesus. It's Jesus. It's his power. It's his glory. So centered on Christ. If I'm centered on Christ, I will never, ever fail because he will always pick me up when I make a mistake, 
whatever, he will be there to pick me up. Zechariah 2.5. Let's put Zechariah 2.5. The Lord says that he will be a wall of fire and he's going to be the glory in your midst. I want you guys to know this scripture and I want you to start praying this scripture over your life. Because this word says here, he will be a wall of fire. You don't have to worry about what's coming against you, your family, your, your, your finances, your health. Uh, okay, I'm not saying don't pray about it. Of course we pray. We're to pray about everything. But you must know that God has set you in. He has hemmed you in. He says in his word that he will be a wall of fire and the glory in your midst. Uh, the glory in your midst. When other people don't understand, why do you walk with such boldness, such assurance, uh, such confidence, such favor, and such peace? Uh, you will just direct them to the fact that you're undone in his presence. You'll just, you will, you'll read, you'll do right. I know, see, did you feel that? She's like, whoo, yeah, I felt that too. I, I always like, whoa, Jesus, help me, Lord. But I can feel the, uh, the power, the anointing. But let me tell you, it's because the sound breaks barriers, right? Yeah, the sound breaks barriers. So, but about this verse, verse, the wall of fire, God is a wall of fire around us. So therefore, I'm not going to worry about what, the, what life situations are going to do because I know my authority but I also know that I walk with the wall of fire and the glory of the Lord is all around me and the glory of the Lord is all around you saints of God hallelujah when you walk circumspectly before the Lord you walk responsibly knowing you are the billboard for Jesus in this generation. <laughs> you are the billboard for Jesus in this generation. Did you know that? Okay, I want you to think of a billboard. That's who you are. But you got Jesus written all over you. You got Holy Ghost fire written all over you. You got, you got healing hands written all over you. You've got Holy Ghost anointing written all over. Just lift your hands up. I'm like a walking billboard for Jesus. I'm just like a walking billboard for Jesus. I know it, and I thank you for it, Lord. I, everywhere I go, it's like Jesus is all over me. People see me, they see Jesus. They see me, they see, their, they see the potential that God has for them because you're a carrier of his presence. You're a carrier. Man of God, you're a carrier of his presence. It's Ben, right? You're a carrier of his presence, Ben. Such a sweet, sweet presence of God over your life. Uh, you know, you're a man that God so delights in, that wants to continue to use you and your family he does he wants to continue and he will because he sees such a glorious glorious like a yes in you such a yes father yes father what do I need to do I am willing and I see such a hunger that's been increasing in you in your heart such an increase of hunger and God is saying man man of God you you have no idea where you're gonna go but it's gonna be good you think it's just for your wife your wife walks and you know she she's a woman of faith we know that she and and we love her we love her but you're not left behind you're not left behind. Amen. God has a glorious increase for you. The walk that God has for you. The walk that he has for you. Can you just lift your hands up? I'm not going to have you come out. Come up here, but just lift your hands. It's like, well, thank God, because everyone's sitting and don't want to be embarrassed. And Father, I thank you for Ben. Benjamin. I thank you for Ben. I thank you, Lord, for his compassion. You're a man of compassion, a man of sensitivity. And I see you as one like David, like King David, that worshiped the Lord. I see you as one as King David that just loved God, worshiped God. But 
the areas where the enemy tries to bombard you with guilt, with condemnation, I cancel that right now. I cancel right now all of those negative voices that try to come against you, try to tell you you're not going to measure up. You're not good enough. You can only go so far. I cancel that lying spirit. And I thank you, Abba, that, Lord, you're raising this man up right now. You're raising him up. I thank you for godly boldness and an increase right now, showing him that you have set him apart. Yes, you have. And, he, and the Lord is going to create in you a hunger for him you never even knew possible. So get ready for the hunger of God to increase in you. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Abba. So walking circumspectly, what the Lord showed me was, is like, you know, as we choose to walk circumspectly, we're choosing to walk responsibly before the Lord. Yes, absolutely. But we're also realizing that it's like our life is like a billboard. It, like our life is displaying. Our life displays a message. Our life is like our billboard in this generation. How many of you would say, boy, oh boy, do we need that? We really need that in this generation. And so if God has predestined and called and justified and glorified us, then we're going to walk responsibly before the Lord. Lord, knowing that the time is short. We know that the time is short, but God says, he says, for the harvest is ready, but the laborers are few, but we are laborers that say, Lord, here I am. Here I am. I am willing to go for you. Amen. We're willing to go for, for him. So Ephesians 5, 16, it says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. So, he, so the word tells us, redeem the time. How many of you in this room would say, or even listening online would say, I want to redeem the time. Some, some people may say, I kind of feel like I showed up to the party a little late. Like I kind of finally woke up. I wish I would have known what I know now when I was like in my twenties or in my teens. How many of you would say that? Right. But let me tell you, God says, redeeming the time. He wants you to redeem the time. There is no age limit in the kingdom. See, it's not like it's, you're too old or it's too late. God says now. Now, now you know, so now, now, now you walk in wisdom. Now you've got life experience. Now, now God can use you in a greater way than he would have probably been able to use you before anyway. So we're not going to miss our now moment. See, I'm not going to miss my now moment. I'm not going to miss my now moment just because I have a, a, a when God, when God does this mentality. I'm not going to have a when this happens mentality. No, I'm not going to miss my now moment. See, it's now. No more delaying. No more procrastinating. It is now. Father, I thank you for the now moment. I'm walking in it. I'm walking in it. Everywhere I go, Lord God, you're setting up divine opportunities. He's setting up divine opportunities for you. Do you not see it? Do you not know? Can you not hear? Everywhere you go, you carry the spirit the sovereign Lord inside of you. So everywhere you go, you get to release that Holy Ghost fire. And it's just right through your eyes. And let me tell you, the number one key is love. When you walk with the love of God, you're going to give that out. When you walk with the love of God, you're going to give it out. Okay, everything that's being shut down right now in you, I command that to come off. I command right now. Everything right now that's condemnation, I command it to come off of you right now. All guilt, all, all oppression, I command it to come off of you right now. Oh no, devil. Oh no, devil. Loose. I want you to forgive yourself. I think you need to forgive yourself. Just forgive. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, can I have one of my one of my uh, male pastors? Just just pray. Yeah. Just pray over him. Just pray quietly. I'm gonna keep going. Thank you, Lord. See, see, yeah, fast track, yeah. No, we, we don't go backwards in this room. 
If I see it, we're going to call it out. We're not going backwards in this room. We're going forward, right? Yeah, we go forward. We go forward. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So the Bible says redeeming the time, which means make the most of every day. If I'm going to redeem the time, I'm going to make the most of every day. Every opportunity God gives me, I want to make the most of every day. Do we, do we, everyone in this room say, yeah, same here, same here. Lynn came up to me. He's like, I think God's calling me to such and such. Praise God. Praise God. That's how I want to be. No matter how old, no matter how wise, um, no matter how advanced, you know, I'm going to be praising God to the day that I die. I'm going to be serving God to the day that I die. Why? Because what else is there? What, is, what else is there? Seriously, right? Like, what else is there? Like, I'm not into retiring. You guys have heard me say it. I'm into refiring. I will refire. I'm not retiring. Why? Because what else is there? Oh my gosh, I can't think of one other thing I would rather do other than lay my life down for Jesus and, and speak forth like the goodness of God today in the lives of, of every single individual, the life of Jesus, the power of Christ. That's what I was created to do. That's what you were created to do. That's what we were created to do. And God will use you in, in specifically in, in, your, in your exact calling, right? Amen. He'll use you specifically in your exact calling. So what does your hand find to do, Moses? Do that. You remember the story in Exodus 4? The Lord asked Moses in Exodus 4 too, what is it that's in your hand? I want you to ask the Lord this question right now. What's in my hand, Lord? Like spiritually and prophetically, what's in my life? What have you trained me to do? What have you called me to do? Because I'm telling you right now, the Lord says, what is in your hand? And he said, a staff. And he says, throw it on the ground. Throw it on the ground. So Moses threw it on the ground and it became a snake. When you follow the instruction of the Lord, what happens is you go from ordinary to extraordinary. You go from the, from the absolutely cannot to the absolutely you can because you serve the God of fire. You serve the God that answers by fire. You serve the God that says, oh no, I don't care what the enemy's doing and how he's encircling you, but I'll tell you right now, I am your wall of fire. I am the glory all around you. I am your soon coming king. I have called you. You are delivered. You are healed. You are appointed. You are anointed and you're called to do the will of God today every one of you and you're, the will of God in your life is going to look different than your neighbor but I'll tell you right now it is not any less important it is just as important because one life saved one life changed because you showed up with the love of God because you decided to say you know what let me pray for you one life changed matters in the kingdom right? it matters in the kingdom one life changed and that's all that it's about. It's about one life. And then the next day, that next life. And in Ecclesiastes 9.10, it says here, whatever your hand finds to do, do it with all your might. That means do it with all your strength. Whatever your hand finds to do. And so, so we, we need to stop looking to the pie in the sky. We need to stop looking to the, to the big thing when that thing happens and recognize that it's in every single day. It is in the every single day, every day with Jesus. It is in your walk. It is in your everyday routine. I want you to stop and I want you to slow down enough and recognize Jesus I am used by you every day. And Lord, let me not miss the moment because I am redeeming the time. Amen? We're going to redeem the time. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Father. So if he initiates it, right, then if he initiates it, he's going to prosper it. But I've told you before, when we initiate something, we're going to have to labor over it. But, but if he initiates it, then, then he's going to prosper it, right? Yeah, but when we're like trying to make something happen... 
Don't go there. Don't do that. Say, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. But when he initiates it, when he initiates the next move, when he initiates the love of God, when there's a Holy Ghost explosion, uh, when they're inside. In other words, see, I, I see. I, okay. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Abba. Thank you, Lord. I just decree right now the Holy Ghost, fire, presence. Thank you, Abba. Increase all throughout the room. Yeah, just receive, receive, receive. See, we can hear the message, but it's so, so important that we actually receive it in our spirit. Right now, when the anointing is so strong, the anointing is so powerful, every single one, every single one, all throughout this room, receiving revelation and wisdom, receiving it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I decree increase over you, and I decree a step up, stepping up. We receive it, amen. And so... If we're willing, how many are willing in this room? Amen. We are willing, Lord. So if we're willing, he takes our ordinary and turns it into extraordinary, right? According to Psalm 139, uh, let's turn to Psalm 139. uh, Psalm 139, verses 13. Let's start on 13. He says, for you have formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. In other words, he knit you together, every single thing. He knit you together. He says, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest places of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book, They were all written. The days fashioned for me, when as yet there were none of them. How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. His thoughts towards us. Ever think about how much God thinks about you? Ever think about the fact that the creator has knit you together, knows everything about you, his thoughts towards you? It's God ordained and God written and it's sealed with his precious blood. His eye is upon you. His mind is upon you. His ear is upon you, right? His, his, the word says that his ear is attentive to your prayer. His ear is attentive to your prayer. Praise you, Jesus. His, his thoughts towards you, outnumbering the sand of... I, that's incredible. They, oh, that's incredible. Outnumbering the grains of sand. That's incredible. And if we're willing, if we are willing to continue to add, if you're willing to continue to add to your learning, every single one of us, there's no, no exclusions to this. If we're willing to continue to add to our learning, walking circumspectly like we just read in Ephesians chapter 5, right? If we're willing to walk circumspectly and redeeming the time, how many would say, I'm going to walk circumspectly and I will redeem the time. If we're willing to do this, God's going to use you in greater ways than you know today. 